Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We're joined now on the line by Hannah Fletcher of Eight Days of Hope. You've heard us talk about Eight Days of Hope before offering relief to communities in need after many natural disasters or other things that uh, leave a wake of devastation. Hannah joining us now as Eight Days of Hope is offering relief to those who were impacted by a series of tornadoes uh, just a few days ago. Hannah, thanks so much for being with us this morning. Uh, Eight Days of Hope is at it again, right? Yes, we are. I'm so glad to be here and to be able to share a little bit about what we're doing in the Clarksville, Tennessee community. What exactly goes on when you hear about these tornadoes, the wake of devastation? And I mean, we've all seen it before, whether it's just in the past week or going back years, how devastating a tornado can be. I mean, it looks like a bomb went off and there's nothing left in some neighborhoods. What does Eight Days of Hope start to do when you start to hear about these images? Yeah, when when you hear the reports of tornadoes coming in, um, we are planning already, how can we send leaders to the area to determine the need? Our goal is to help families get back into their homes and take that first step towards recovery. And so we're looking at, you know, how many homes were damaged? Was it mostly residential? That kind of stuff. Was it mostly commercial? And so with Clarksville, we were looking and and we very quickly realized um, Nashville does a great job in the surrounding area of mobilizing local volunteers to do things like debris cleanup and limb pulling. But there's other items that are more needed. And so for this trip, we launched our, our rapid response heavy team, which is chainsaw operators, bobcat operators, lift operators, the heavy equipment. And they came to help move that larger debris while the local community is there helping sort things and move some of those smaller items as well. So every disaster is different, but we send a group of leaders in first to assess and then we deploy um, whatever is needed to meet the needs of the local community where they're at after that disaster. Hannah, for people in Buffalo who are listening to this, what could they do to help right now? Yeah, there's so much going on. So we have our mass feeding ministry out. They're providing meals right now um, to families who have no power still, who are waiting um, for that warm meal, who are, who are you know, spending their holiday season essentially in, in rubble, trying to rebuild their homes. So if you're in Western New York and you're looking for a way to get plugged in, um, we'd love to get you trained so you can go on a future outreach with us. You can do that by visiting 8daysofhope.com. 
you can pray. We'd love for you to join us in praying for these families um, and as they endure this this catastrophic um, event during this season. And you can donate right now. If you give to Eight Days of Hope, every dollar you give will be matched and then be poured back into communities in need. These communities impacted, when you're on the ground, uh, you're hearing just stories of devastation, but they have to be, you know, happy to see somebody willing to help. And you have so many volunteers who are just that. Yes. Um, It is both humbling to serve, and then when you leave, you leave so satisfied and so fulfilled because you know that you're not just helping clean out a home. You're saving memories. You're touching a life. You're making a lasting impact by bringing hope. Um, As someone who's been on the receiving end of this after a disaster, it means so much that people are not only willing to take time out of their day to come and help me, but they're willing to listen to me as I share my story, as as I help search through what is left to see if there's anything of my old life that I can potentially bring with me into this new normal. And so it's not just that we're there to help clean rubble, to sort debris, to move things around, to take the tree off the roof but we're there to meet the needs that they need in their heart. Uh, Hannah, it sounds like this happened to you. What is your story? Yeah, so we've had, um, it wasn't quite a whole natural disaster, but when I was growing up, my house had a pipe burst in it, and and we lost 80% of our home. And you think about things a little bit differently when you go through something like that, when people say, you know, oh, it's just stuff, you can get a new this, you can get a new that. Well, it means something totally different when it's your stuff, you know, and right now it's their stuff on the curb. And not only is it their stuff, they've lost loved ones. Um, Over six people lost their lives in this storm, and there's still many in critical condition, and 83 people were injured. Um, And so you're just thinking not only have they lost what their normal was, what they were expecting to go into this joyous season with, Um, But they've lost friends and family. And so there's just so much to consider when you go into a disaster area like this, that our hope is that we're never more focused on the project at hand than we are the people that we're serving. You know, we're talking about these tornadoes, but at the same time, I was going back and forth with Steve Tybor, who we've had on the show many times yesterday. Uh, He's in Hawaii still giving a, a helping hand to people impacted by deadly wildfires on Maui. Yes, yes. We have the privilege of returning there. This is our second trip back to Hawaii, um, and we've partnered with five local churches and one food bank to be a conduit to help pour reset resources into these organizations that are already there. They already know the area and they know the needs, and so we're coming alongside them financially to help support as they provide things like rental adjustment assistance, because as the number of houses obviously is no longer the same as it used to be, the price of rent has skyrocketed. So they're doing some creative things, and we're coming alongside them as they meet the needs of their community so they can shine. Our hope isn't that it's eight days of hope in Maui, even though we are there, but that those in Maui see those organizations around them and that they get all the light. Now, uh, all this work being done, are you stretched thin for volunteers because you're all over the place? Do you need more help? And if so, how can people lend a helping hand to eight days of hope? Right now, um, we are not stretched for volunteers, but we are always welcoming new volunteers. So if you want to get plugged in, we want to plug you in. We do an outreach in the city of Buffalo every year, and it's a great way to get your feet wet in serving with us. Um, So you can go to our website, 
eightdaysofhope.com and subscribe to our email alerts, and you'll be notified anytime we have a need for volunteers. Or you can text HOPE, H-O-P-E, to 86373, and you'll be texted anytime we have an alert. Um, But we always have a need for volunteers because we get to do so many wonderful things. Um, But right now, this outreach is limited to our skilled chainsaw cutters and equipment operators. Um, So people who have already gone through some pretty intense training to be able to utilize this type of equipment that no other organization brings to a disaster. Well, Hannah, thanks so much for being with us this morning. Uh, Hannah Fletcher is with Eight Days of Hope. They're doing tornado relief, wildfire relief in Maui, so much more great work. Uh, Hannah Fletcher joining us live on the WBEN Trocare College live line. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.